Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your preview for the PNC Championship, along with some things that we are thankful for. Joining me to break it all down, it's the crew. They're all here. Kyle Porter here. Beanie on his head. What up, KP? Yeah, the beanie short sleeve shirt was not well thought through. Um, it's more it's more a representation of how cold it is in Texas right now. So I'm I'm... I'm I'm warm in my office, but it's cold outside. I'm impressed you could do the headphones along with the palm on top as well. This is this is like what this is kind of what you saw on Monday at the US Women's Open. I mean, there there were some some women out there that looked kind of like I'm looking right now. So yeah. Yeah, the, the earmuffs are just as large as the the headphones are. Greg Ducharme is here. Greg, welcome. How are you? Rick, it's uh um if if you discussed this yesterday, I apologize, but it's looking quite uh bare bones behind you i mean i'm used to seeing all all your you got like a sung jm shoe up there a sung jm signed picture a sung jm flag you may have a couple of golf clubs of it right don't you i mean that whole rack is all that's your sung jm rack it's empty what's happening do you have a sung j fathead (laughs) no but maybe in the new place yeah Yeah. Uh, that would be sick my Sung Jay Shrine uh, en route to Viva Las Vegas starting <laughs> tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, we'll have some, some room cool stuff for you. over there. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mark Immelman, also here. Hey, Mark. Hey, man. I uh, hope you guys are well. Greg, I'm so happy to see you, my friend. We yeah. haven't talked in a few days. Things good with you? Yeah, everything's good. I, I was trying to avoid you yesterday, uh, full <laughs> disclosure. I thought maybe you'd forget about it. Um, but I need your address for a uh, gift. It's for a gift that I have to send you. No gifts. A Christmas card. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah forward, that's it. I, I look forward to because remember on the on the label you had to sign, you are the all-knowing golf twinder <laughs> of the world. Remember that? Yeah, I, yeah. I can see that in Silver Sharpie, my friend. Yeah, I'll put it in Silver Sharpie. Um, right, cool. it, this goes to show you that experience kills, as they say. <laughs> Greg, Greg lost the matchup bet, a European tour matchup bet to Mark. So a bottle of wine en route to the Immelman household, I'm sure, any day. Merry now. Christmas. <laughs> we do have a nor'easter coming tomorrow. So um, uh, he's buying it, time. That, if, if there's a delay, it's this giant snowstorm heading All our right. way. Uh, well, gentlemen, we've got a little bit of golf action. PNC Championship, no longer the father and son because you are not limited to just fathers and sons. Let's talk about it. Of course, the field being headlined by Tiger Woods, Charlie Woods making his Kyle, what would you call this golf, uh, national, international golfing debut? What, what is this? Yeah, it's kind of his public debut and i think what's interesting there's there i mean there's going to be so many takes it's going to be just uh just a cauldron of takes it's going to be unbelievable but you, you know tiger has been in the public eye for so long and we've talked about this before i think it's been impressive that he's kept his kids out of it because i i think that he i don't know if he re- 
well, I mean, regret is probably the wrong word. I, I think he probably doesn't love that he's been in the public eye for 40 years, you know, and, and, and sees kind of the ill effects of it, but I think it'll be cool. I mean, I hope that people just take it for what it is. It'll be fun to see him play. Um, and just run around out there. I think I think Tiger being a joyful dad is not a part of his career that I expected, maybe. And it's been it's been like earnestly and genuinely kind of fun to watch. The qualifications for this are as follows. Our, all participants must have won a major championship or the players championship <laughs> for eligibility, which quotes creates a tremendously talented field of golf greats. So Mark, just running through this list, I see Justin Thomas and his father. I see, we mentioned Tiger Woods, Bubba Watson, Bernhard Langer, Matt Kuchar, Jim Furyk. The list goes on and on and on. Should be fun. Yeah. Um, personally, I'm looking forward to seeing some of it. It's always fun. I, there's a team that I'm really missing in the field this year, and I was hoping they were going to make it because they both live in Orlando. And this is father's son, my brother, Trevor, and he's 13 year old, 14 year old son now, Jake. And over Thanksgiving, uh, we were down there and my daughter, Isabel and Jacob played together and he can go a little bit. And then I saw my brother the other day on uh, social media posting um, some launch monitors, some flat scope data, and flew one like 325 or something with the ball speed up there. So I'm like, well, maybe dad and son would get into this, but I have not spoken to them. So I'm disappointed not that they're not in the field. I thought they would have been good. But, it, but it's cool to see the, 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 the relatives get out there and have a bit of a, a hit and giggle, really, is what it is. Yes, that that is certainly true. It's a scramble, Greg. So you get the two rounds. It's Saturday and Sunday. They're going to choose the best shot after every single shot. We've seen, obviously, low scores here in the past. I think it was a Lehman Longer playoff last year before I think the Longers won it, right? Who could forget? Who could forget? Like, uh, apparently, I did. <laughs> so, it, uh, Bernard Langer's son is quite a player, too. He plays at the University of Penn, um, and he plays with uh, a guy that we teach here at the up here at the academy. So, he's a very, very good player by all accounts. And we saw that last year, as we all remember. Um, but the team that I'm really watching out for is uh, is the, the Dailies. I mean, little, little John, as they call him, he's 16 years old. <laughs> he he can really play. I mean, he can hit it a long way, just like his, just like his father. And he, um, he has recently won. Uh, it, this is a, an event on the junior golf tour. It's the fall kickoff event, which took place in September. He won that event. So he's a guy, he's, he's a pretty accomplished player. He's got great touch. And um, I, I think with his father and his father's health, that's a little bit in question, but I think he's shown that he can still go. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching those two go. I think you should be able to sub in uh, players that have the same last name as you. So we need an example. Yeah. This is the cauldron of takes. Bubba and Tom Watson <laughs> should get to play together. Maybe JT could call up Earl Thomas. <laughs> see what he's doing. Oh. Greg, do you like that, Greg? Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> or maybe Mike Thomas. Get a little, may, turn this into a little select. Michael Thomas from the New Orleans Saints. Make it well, a little he, I think he's celebrity with, event. I think he's playing with Mike Thomas. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah Johnson could Thomas. probably put together. Yeah. Like Johnson's a pretty, you know, they probably get a lot of player, good players with last name Johnson out there. Yeah, DJ and Zach Johnson. That'd be pretty sweet. That would be. Or you could get Chad Johnson. 
but he's now Ocho Cinco. So. I think he's back. I think he's back to Chad Johnson now. <laughs> oh, did he go back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we can talk about the Thomases. So, 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 Mark, here we go. The the uh, Vegas has has laid a stake in the sand here, and they are calling Justin Thomas and his father uh, the favorites, uh, pretty significantly. By the way, I guess that goes a long way when you're the number three player in the world. Um, so they're they're kind of you know I, I describe Tiger and Charlie as the headliners, but uh, Vegas likes uh, Justin Thomas and his dad a bit more. Well, as they should, with Justin being the by far and away the leading player in the field. I, I have one question because I think it might have a bit of an effect of it, uh, on the event because I haven't really paid attention to the rules. I've watched it some on a weekend, on a Saturday afternoon, um, but I don't know if there's a certain number of tee shots given that it's a scramble that each yeah. player in the team has to hit because otherwise Mike Thomas is going to sit in the car and just watch his boy fire away and then go and hit an approach shot and maybe a putt. So, so I'm keen to see how the rules transpire because you know if Mike has to hit a few tee shots, Look, he's a good player in his own right, but 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 uh, he's a little tender when I've w- watched him walk around the golf course at times. Um, I, I'm I think they'd have to go really hard to beat the Langers because that's a formidable combination. I want to watch Mike Thomas against Charlie Woods straight up, just see what happens. <laughs> that would be part of the cauldron. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would go. That'd be good. That would be sweet. I also imagine there's there's different sets of tees out there, right? I mean, we're not we're not sticking, you know, everybody on the tips, and I don't know if that's if then the players all there, you know, the professionals all play from one spot, and then their relatives play from another spot. I don't know. Well, I guess we're gonna find out. On we need on a rule sheet. We're producer Jake. I'm sure he's feverishly on uh, the on on the internet right now. The Charles Barkley tees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's let's kind of uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, KP, you wrote this uh, this article about what we are thankful for this year in golf, and I think it's something that we want to we want to dive into. So we're gonna do that on the other side. First, we're gonna take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back. All right, KP, so you've got an article up on CBSSports.com right now. Five reasons to be grateful that golf was able to stave off significant issues and play in 2020. Uh, I like this. We're going to go through things that we are thankful for, but because you wrote the article, Kyle, you you go last. You don't, yeah. You don't oh, I go last? Oh, you go, okay. Yeah, you go, you go last. I Unless you want, that coming. You, know you can yeah, set the table here. Uh, you can set the table, but you go last. I mean, you've, you've already have your answers in. It, it feels like Rick, it feels like Rick just put an exploding ball on the tee for me. <laughs> and, I, and I got just hoodwinked. And so now I'm going last. Yeah, you go last because you, you wrote the article. Greg, we're going to start with you. Things okay. that you are most thankful for in the 2020 calendar year. All right, I'm going to give you one thing. And it's a little bit different than the theme of Kyle's article, which I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and I imagine that you guys are going to have some um, some takes along those lines, which uh, has a lot to do with some of the players and things they accomplished. But the thing that I'm most grateful for this year is the the fans, not just the fans of the PGA Tour, which we didn't see on the golf course after uh, after March, but, but the, the fans of 
our show, right? The fans of golf media, the fans of golf content. And those are the people that quite frankly, keep us in business. They pay for our, um, our families, our, our children's meals, right? And it allows us to do what we love. And I know that we all agree. We enjoy this. Like you can tell before we get on the air, during the time when we're on the air, after we're on the, we're having a great time. And we get to do that for only one reason, because there's people that are interested in listening to golf content. And so some of them happen to choose us. And I'm so grateful that they have the passion and enthusiasm about the game that we all share. Because I've noticed a couple of things during this, um, the time doing the show here with you guys and also during the pandemic. One, the golf fan is highly educated. Um, and they they follow the game in great detail. Some of the things people tweet at me, uh, some of the information, the statistics some of these people have, it blows my mind. And, and it just says that they are um, they are fully immersed in the game and they love it. And I think that's really cool. And I'm really grateful for it because, um, as I said, it allows us to keep going. Um, so and then there's one other thing. Well, that you know, that that's that's basically the gist of it. It's how educated and how passionate the fan it's the other the other part is the passion about it right yeah. how how passionate these people are about the game and they they love consuming it they love learning about it they love the knowledge and i mean I, i've people reach out to me they, they're listening to five or six golf podcasts and they listen to every single one and they 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 constantly are consuming golf content which it just it gives us uh work gives us a job so i'm, I'm really grateful for that this year there is a thirst for golf uh, that especially we, we saw in you know July that I don't think has gone away. I think when people get to see golf for you know or, uh, you know the big time players uh, for the first time or maybe the first time in a while, uh, it's easy to start rooting for guys. It's easy to start rooting against guys, and I think it creates a really good environment. Mark, we're going to transition this over to you. Twenty twenty, and I've said this before. You know, you've kind of laid eyes on this. Uh, from a lot of different angles uh, here with us in the, in the studio uh, on the course with, with the guys. So uh, things that you're thankful for here in the 2020 calendar year. Well, uh, Greg makes a very good point. And Carl, I love to read his stuff and it was a well-written, very appropriate article, I thought, but for me personally, I, this, this is a real personal take. And, and first off, I'm thankful to be a part of this first cut because um, this is a, it's a fun podcast. It's insightful. There's, there's a, a lot of good information. And when I'm on the road, I listen to it because you guys come with great takes and stuff. And so it's fun for me to be a part of this and sort of bring my lane, if you will. But from a, from a personal point of view, there's, there's two elements beyond the first cut. First off, I, I'm, I'm really, really thankful that Jay Monahan was as resolute as what he was. Because after um, Colonial, when we came back from this lockdown, um, we went to Hilton Head and then there were a couple positive tests, uh, Graham McDowell amongst, I think it was Graham McDowell and a couple guys. And all of a sudden the media were calling for another lockdown. And, and Jay was resolute. He got up there in front of the media and he said, we believe in our systems. We're going to keep on going. We know we're doing the right thing. And he just sort of dug his heels in and it worked out in his favor, thankfully. And I remember catching up with him. Um, it was right before the first round, maybe in Hilton Head. And you could see he looked tired. And I just said to him, Commissioner, man, great job. And he goes, thanks, I appreciate you. And, and as you look through everything that happened now, I'm real thankful that he did that. Because he did that, 
this first cut gets to talk about the world's best players because he did that. I'm able to go out on the golf course and, and have a job. And, and so many folks listening to this perhaps lost jobs this year in this horrid 2020. So I'm really thankful for, for the CBS gigs. I'm thankful for Commissioner Monaghan and for the PGA Tour just staying the course because they, I, I think history, if they haven't been already, I believe history will judge them very, very well for, for what they did here in 2020 to sort of lead the way and stay the course. It's, it's a really great sentiment. Uh, and I completely agree, Mark, and I completely agree, Greg. And I, I think there's, there's been so much bad in 2020. There's been so many things that uh, have had people anxious and upset and, and just in bad situations. The game of golf in general uh, has been a bright spot and not just the tour, not any tour. I mean, uh, rounds of golf at your local golf course were up. I mean, there's just people playing. There's people out there. It's it's one thing that you can uh, certainly partake in a, in a socially distant and safe manner. And I think a lot of people took advantage of it, uh, which is which is great because for for how many years were we hearing these golf courses are closing and, um, you know, rounds are down and, and young people aren't getting into golf. And uh, I'm hoping that people who might've found the game or found a reason to get back into the game this year, continue that uh, and, and continue to not only, uh, improve, you know, help with, with, with the, the professional side of it, but also with the casual side of it. I think it's a, I think it's a big deal. Okay. Kyle, you literally wrote the article on this. I'd like to I'd like to now uh pass the torch over and hear about I mean I I I some of these are like some of the things that you have listed in this article I almost forgot about. I mean the year was so crazy, right? And yeah. to see them in kind of one through five format is 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 brilliant stuff. I think that um I feel like the Grinch taking it back to the actual golf that we watch because Mark, <laughs> Mark and Greg were so, uh, you know, just offering personal anecdotes that I agree with. Um, and I think that, you know, to Greg's point, I think it's been cool to see that people are really interested in kind of obscure golf things as well. Not just DJ winning the masters, but, uh, you know, like just stuff that we wouldn't normally follow. It's like, oh, this is actually really interesting. I think it's made people who are already golf fans even more so, like even even more interested in things that were uh, golf related. So I'll just run through my five real quick uh, on the course. One was uh, DJ's destruction. He made twenty three million dollars. Uh, I love that. By the way, <laughs> I think since uh, Brooks called him out. Brooks calls him out at the PGA third round, 23 mil since then. Brooks, you can call me out, homie. Let's go. Uh, as somebody on Twitter said, uh, leave the quiet ones alone. I thought that was good. <laughs> That's great. Uh, number two, Bryson Mania. We'll, we'll get into that more in our next episode. Just talk kind of like a year in review type deal. Uh, superlatives. Obviously, everybody is aware of everything that went on with Bryson and his B-roll from Instagram and just his just everything that was we should do a whole episode on things that bryson did this year um there's a, there's a list of the things that bryson did this year and it's still it's it's a mile long and there's still like things that are missing the guy is a content machine talk about making our jobs easier bryson thanks buddy. yeah uh elite finishes how about the finishes that we got after the restart we got work day we got bmw where rom and dj were going back and forth pga was insane and then the memorial was pretty good too, even though Rom was up big, the finish of it and everything that went down at the very end was pretty wild. Um, so that was uh, that was awesome. And then 
I've got uh, Colin Morikawa's Rise. And again, we'll get into this more in our next episode talking about superlatives. Uh, but, you know, if we don't get the restart, we don't get – I mean, Morikawa's still a great player, and and it, it would have eventually played out like that, I think. But we would have missed out on, you know, him winning a couple of events, him winning a major championship. Uh, and then the last one is the Masters. Yeah, Masters was awesome. And – it was bizarre and there were parts of it that I didn't like. I didn't like how it kind of lacked some juice on the weekend. Part of that was DJ rolling, but part of it, cause there weren't any people there, but it was still cool that it happened. And, you know, Mark was there. I was there. It was, it was surreal to be there. And it'll be something that, you know, at, when I'm done doing all this and uh, whenever I'll look back and be like, wow, that was crazy to have been there. And, and I'm really glad that it happened. I just think that, and and I and I think Greg, you and I might have talked about this or uh, at some point where it, 